You're listening to Gone Outdoor Radio here on KWSN and KFGO. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri of Brewer Agri Outdoors. And we're going to talk muskie fishing on this segment with a good friend of ours, Brett Waldera, FM Muskies Incorporated president. Uh, Brett has been on our show many times talking muskies. He's kind of our local muskie expert, I would say. Um, he's a lot of people's muskie expert. He's I'm, been doing this for a long time. I'm going to call him the regional muskie expert, not local, because I think his uh, his expertise uh, spans far and wide. I, I would agree with that. Uh, and we're going to talk some fall muskie patterns. Uh, Brett, it seems like right now, is when the musky guys really, really get excited. Maybe it started a month or month or so ago, but this cold weather period is when uh, I think a lot, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's when a lot of the musky guys are really trying to get as much time in their boat as they can. Yep, you're absolutely right. And thanks, guys, for having me uh, on the show uh, and allowing me to talk muskies. You guys know it's my passion, everything. So, but yeah, this is this is our time of year for muskie gurus. I mean, from from now until ice up uh, is is really the best time to catch a trophy muskie, where they'll be the heaviest, they'll have the most body weight that they carry, you know, all season. I mean, they come out of the spawn, they're light. They start feeding again, and, and now they, they really put the feed bag on hard, you know, from now until ice up to get enough uh, mass so they can make eggs again. The big females can make eggs again in the spring. So, you know, I was looking at my logs uh, just kind of to prepare for this call, and last uh, last year on today, uh, no, it wouldn't have been today. must have been the, the weekend, uh, but I wanted, I wanted to say it was October 19th, but uh, I had a 53-inch muskie in my boat, which was one of my longest. And wow. then uh, November 5th, uh, I had the, the longest and heaviest muskie in my boat. I had a 54-inch muskie uh, that was probably starting to get close to 40 pounds um, in my boat. So, yeah, this is the time of year where you know, muskie guys are, are really excited to get out and, and, and fish for these fish. And just, um, those are impressive fish, Brad. I mean, those are incredible fish. And just to give our listeners some context, you talk about fishing from now until ice up, and you literally mean ice up. You're on the water, even breaking some shore ice to get out to the open water. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, we're we're we kind of have a screw loose, us you know diehard musky guys. <laughs> so we uh, we'll bring sand and sand down the access and our ice picks and uh, uh, chip chip a few inches of ice to get the boat out. So, so Brett, you have a pile of experience, you know. I had the pleasure of fishing with you last summer, I believe it was, for for part of a day. And I think you told me at that time that you had caught somewhere somewhere north of around 90 muskies over 50 inches in your career, because I know you log everything. Yep. Um, and a lot of our listeners, probably all of our listeners, don't have your experience on the water. Right now, when they go out on the water, how important are water temperatures to be able to figure out the locations and the tech the techniques that they need this time of year because you can't go by the sure. calendar because everything is so different you know from fall to fall yep you're absolutely right you know and we are post turnover now uh water temps uh, last weekend when i was out was around that 50 51 degrees uh you can see it's really starting to, to clear up the algae is is, is kind of you know starting to clear up and everything so the two primary techniques that, that, you know, listeners should utilize this time of year is the live bait fishing with the, the big sucker minnows uh, on a quick strike rig 
very, very easy to do. You know, all the weeds are dying on the lake. Uh, and, and so a lot of these muskies are, are, are kind of in a, in a, in a area that that's easy to, to locate, you know, the, you know, all summer and all, in earlier fall, they've been shallow, they've been in the weeds, everything, but now all those weeds are dying. So they're moving out to the break lines and hard bottom points and inside turns. So they're kind of congregated in, in, you know, in, in, a, in areas that, uh, um, you know, I guess are easier to, to locate and find these fish, uh, than, than, you know, typical weeds of, of summer. Um, so the live bait fishing is, is, is super for that. Uh, and then also trolling big crank, big, big crank baits, big minnow baits. Uh, you know, that runs from, uh, you know, usually around turnover, uh, right till ice up. I like from 45 degree water temp, uh, till ice up with the big crank baits. And I like to fish them within two feet of the bottom. Uh, so it's a lot of work, but uh, it seems like when the water temps uh, from 45 on, those fish don't like to make uh, huge vertical movements in the water column. But if you can present your bait uh, within that two feet of the bottom, uh, a lot of times you're going to get bit and uh, super effective. And when I say big crankbaits, I'm talking, you know, from 10 inches as a starting point up to, to 16 inch uh, minnow bait. So, you know, and I was going to ask you that I said, if a musky guy, Calls it a big crankbait. Exactly how big is that? Then you answered that question. So it is it the same with suckers? Is that good all the way up till ice up as well? It it is. Um, you know, right now, I mean, positioning your suckers right along that weed edge is really good. I like to run them probably only about six feet down. Uh, whether you're running a down rod or or have them on a bobber back behind the boat a little bit. Uh, but as the water temperatures cool, like I kind of said with the crankbait bite. Those fish don't like to move as much vertically, so I'll start I'll start moving the boat out a little deeper, uh, and drop those suckers down a little deeper too. Where you know, when the water's 38 to you know freezing, I might have the boat in in 17 feet of water with the sucker you know 15 feet down. So can you do multiple presentations where you can do suckers and trolling or suckers and casting, that type of thing, or is it all all one? Everybody in the boat's got to be doing the same thing. No, you, in fact, uh, having a sucker trailing behind the boat and have one guy casting is a, is a great technique because a lot of times you'll bring those fish off that maybe the boat uh, isn't going over along the brake line, but maybe there is a fish, you know, up on a weed edge or something, and that fish might follow your lure out and then see the sucker and hit the sucker. So if at all possible uh, and, and the temperatures are, are conducive to casting and your you know, reels aren't freezing up and everything, uh, I really try and have a guy casting in the boat. Uh, as well as the suckers uh, trailing, you know, you got it's one line per person in Minnesota, so you got to have enough people in the boat to make that work. But uh, it's a great technique. So, and when when we're talking suckers, uh, for those that don't know, we're not talking about the standard ones that you just buy at a bait store that you're going to use for walleye fishing or even pike fishing. No, these are you know, I would say a 12 inch uh, would be on the small side, uh, up to you know 22 inch uh bait so a 22 inch sucker so yeah they're they're big wow. wow that's a big bait that is amazing so when when they hit that let's say they got an 18 inch sucker on there do you yep. have to give them line or anything you just set the hook right away or um yeah you so typically you have your 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 reel set up so when they hit it you know it they'll it'll it's in a free spool mode where you know a lot of times you'll have a clicker and it'll it'll click and then you know you position the boat and because you're using such big bait and everything you know you kind of want to get the boat over the fish or close to the fish 
And then you try and get the fish so it's swimming away, uh, whether you have to wait or even sometimes I'll put a, if they're not moving, I'll, I'll lift up on the rod a little bit, put a little pressure on them, get them moving. That way, when you when you sweep the hook set, you're pulling the hooks back, you know, into the, the, the fish rather than if, you know, you don't know which direction they're moving, you might be setting the hook and pulling that the hooks and the bait away from the fish, so. That's a that's a great tip. This is Brett Waldera, FM Muskies Incorporated. Brett, if people want to find out more about your great organization, how can they do that? Yeah, our meetings are uh, the fourth Monday of every month at the uh, Ramada Inn and Suites on 13th Avenue, 7 p.m. Uh, it's open to the public, so feel free to stop in and learn learn more about our organization. That's awesome. Thanks for coming on Gone Outdoors, buddy. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Special thanks to our Gone Outdoor Show sponsors, Race Sport Marine, Adventure RV, Lakeland General Store in Dunville, Minnesota, Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo, and Ion Ice Fishing, and the all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger. Thank you for tuning in to today's Gone Outdoors. Follow along when you go out in the field, in the woods, or on the water with Gone Outdoors Podcast at kfjo.com, kwsn.com, or Apple Podcasts. You can always find us at BrewerAgriOutdoors.com and on social media. Until next week, from Scotty and Kyle, we will be gone outdoors. Mm-hmm.